Hello, this is Ruin Willow with the, oh, fuck yeah, with Ruin Willow podcast. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things sex and sexuality, which includes writing, narrating, and creating improv erotica, because that's important to your sexuality as well, because it helps you fantasize. It helps you marinate in your sexuality and sensuality, as one of my guests has said. I've used that coin phrase before. Alexander Stockwell, doctor, I believe is the one who coined that phrase, marinate in your sensuality, I think she said. But I say sexuality too. If you're under 18, it is time to leave the podcast now because this is about sex and sexuality and erotica. Erotica can help you enjoy your life and your sex life, your sexual health and sexual wellness, and explore in different ways that you maybe otherwise would not be able to. I want to do a big shout out to my sponsors, Manscaped. Use the code, the promo code, RuinWillow20, where you can get 20% off and free shipping for all those manscaping products to make your body sexy. Get your beard ready, get your groin ready for sexy times with manscaping products at manscaped.com. Yeah, baby, try it out. They got lots of skincare products too. Make yourself sexy for those sexy times. And Kiru Sex Toys, they have amazing, mind-blowing sex toys for men and for women. You can get 10% off with the code RUINWILLOW10. Check out their website as well. Links down in the podcast show notes, though you can easily find those. You may need to scroll to the bottom where it is mentioned, but there's there, baby. And you can get those things and get a discount. And quality of life matters. Your mental health matters, and sexual health matters to your mental health. So don't ignore it, babe. Okay, I am excited to say my book, Neighborhood Sex Secrets, is doing well in reviews. I'm getting high ratings, so check it out. It's an amazing story of sexual liberation and freedom for a woman who decides that she is going to not live in shame or hide from her fantasies anymore. She's going to live them out, and it's all about her journey and who she meets along the way. Okay, are you ready? I am going to do a little erotic improv story. Hot for teacher. Yeah, I think many people have had those fantasies. And, you know, having a crush on a teacher. This is going to be college age because they're going to be over 18. (laughs) So this is hot for teacher in college. Okay, are you ready? Hot for the college teacher, maybe, is the most appropriate title. We shall see. (laughs) Okay, so we have Gloria, who is a beautiful vixen. She has long blonde hair. She is a very curvy woman. She doesn't have a tiny butt. She has a generous ass. In generous breasts, and she is a very smart woman. She is a professor of human sexuality at her college, and she's so smart. She's studied all kinds of relationships throughout time, throughout history, and in the current times. So she knows an awful lot about sex, the history of sex and culture in relationships and psychology. And she spews wonderful, amazing 
lectures that her students actually want to come to and, and listen. They want to hear what she has to say, and they love her open, openness about sexuality. She's open to anyone coming to her office during office hours because that's just who she is, and she wants to help them if they have questions about sex and sexuality. So many people, she knows, do not have access to someone to ask questions of about sex and sexuality. So as a professional, she provides answers for people. She doesn't get personal with her own sexual fantasies. That is for other people. But she's definitely willing to answer questions of her students that have questions and are concerned perhaps about maybe some dark fantasies they have. And she's just so knowledgeable that she's such a great resource. Andrew is one of her students that is in her class and has watched her every day, practically drooling because she is exactly the kind of woman that he finds very desirable. He is going into exercise management or something like that. He's not 100% sure, but he wants to do something related to being a trainer or something business-like tied into being also some Thing related to exercise, training, possibly physical therapy. He's not really sure yet, but he knows he wants to do something that relates the body to the world because that is what he finds very intriguing and he has inspired himself. He is a workout workoutaholic. He likes to lift and he's into eating all these healthy foods and protein shakes and all of that and lots and lots of protein and healthy foods. But he also likes to party like most college students. But most of the time, he's sitting in class trying to hide his boner as Gloria is speaking. And he just sits there trying to cover up his hard dick that is growing out of his pants. And he knows he's not the only one. He can see the looks on some people's faces in the classroom. It's hard to sit and listen to a sexy teacher talk about sex and not get turned on, especially if you're someone who likes Older women like MILFs, which Gloria is. Gloria has a couple of kids that she talks about all the time, so Andrew for sure knows legit that she is a MILF. And that turns him on intensely, immensely so much. He cannot get her out of his mind. She creeps into his fantasies at night, in the shower, wherever he's jerking off, in his car, she is there. She is a participant in his fantasies. And at times he's like, how can I be doing this? How can I be imagining fucking my teacher? But he does over and over again in different ways. Doggy style in his car. She's looking out the window, her face, her cheeks rubbing on the glass, him smacking against her ass, making her generous bubble butt bounce. He cannot get it out of his head eating her out on his dorm bed with her legs spread, soles pointed to the ceiling, moaning and thrashing as he brings her orgasm to orgasm over and over again. He cannot stop fantasizing. He imagines staying after class, and she's sucking his dick at the podium where she just lectured. He cannot get enough. He cannot stop, and it's getting stronger and stronger. So one day, he decides he's going to go to her office and talk to her about fantasizing about people that he knows. And is that weird? Is that strange? Should he be doing this? Is he violating something? Is he creating some sort of weird, unspoken relationship 
with the person, which is actually her, but he's not going to tell her that. Is he creating some weird cosmic connection? Is he creating some awkward silence, some weird mental connection that he doesn't really know what to do? So he's going to go to her office and he's going to ask her about fantasies and what he should do about it. Should he stop doing them or should he continue? He knocks on her door and immediately she opens the door. She's dressed in a very flowing sheer shirt with a tiny tank top underneath. It shows her cleavage so much better up close. Like he could tell earlier in class that she was wearing this and it was driving him wild to imagine slipping it off of her shoulders, slipping his hands inside the tank top to fondle her nipples, which were hard at the moment because apparently she had no bra on and he was just wild staring at her chest. He didn't even realize he wasn't talking for a few seconds as he stared at her body. Oh, uh, hi, Andrew. Um, did you need something? Uh. He felt like an idiot. He couldn't say anything. He couldn't even think. All he could do was stare at her nipples, her hard peaks that were pressing through the fabric. Oh, he just wanted to touch them, get his mouth on them. He stared at her, and he didn't even know how much time had passed. And he kept staring, and then... Suddenly, she said, <laughs> Andrew, is there something that you needed? Uh, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I'm so sorry. I, I just had some questions the other day when you were doing that, um... Lecture? Yeah, 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 lecture, that's it, that's the word. <laughs> when you're doing that lecture about fantasies and how no fantasies are bad... Yes. Go on, Andrew. Uh, I was just wondering, you know, sometimes you said people have dark fantasies or, or fantasies that they wouldn't necessarily do in real life, but they think are hot and that that's okay. Absolutely. Just because you have a fantasy doesn't mean that you have to act it out. Sometimes they're just personal and they're for your own enjoyment. You don't have to do every single thing that turns you on in real life. Sometimes they can be even hotter when it's just in your brain, especially if it's something that maybe might not actually be what you expect. And sometimes that can happen with BDSM, as I was talking about, like spanking or whipping. It may seem very sexy to be controlled by someone, but you may not be someone who's turned on by pain. But the thought of being that controlled turns you on. So for instance, say someone tied you up and was spanking your bottom. Uh. He could feel his face turning red as she was rambling on. He couldn't even listen to her anymore. He was talking about spanking, and he had imagined spanking her, and her spanking him, and reciprocal, and he could, his mind was spinning. He couldn't even think. And she was saying all these words, and it was like he couldn't even focus. All he was imagining was stripping her bottom naked and spanking her, or across her knee and him being spanked by her in her office. He looked around in the room and tried to focus his brain. She had so many degrees on the walls and books, and she had these stacks of things that looked like dildos, and that blew his mind already, and he imagined her using them in the office. Andrew, um, I seem to have lost you. Are, are you... Are you in there? <laughs> Maybe you fell asleep standing up? Oh, oh, no, no, I'm listening. I'm listening to you. That's very fascinating. 
it is fascinating, isn't it? I find human sexuality so fascinating, which is why I went into it. You know, there's so much to learn, and there's so much that it gets ignored by our society and shamed. But, you know, these things aren't new. They've been done for hundreds and thousands of years. It's just that right now, our climate in our country is a bit prudish, and they think it's unusual or weird. But if you look back and study history as I have, you can see that sexuality, human sexuality, has been like this, that they shame for hundreds and thousands of years. It's not a new thing to have all these unusual kinks. They are in our history. He was doing much better focusing on her this time and listening to her words so what exactly did you have a specific question about fantasies? Um, yeah. What if you keep fantasizing about a certain person that would be taboo for you to have sex with, but you keep fantasizing about them over and over again? Like, am I... I mean, would a person be, like, wrecking their relationship with that person if they kept, like, fantasizing about having sex with them? <laughs> no, no, Andrew, not at all. You know, that just shows that you have a connection with that person. And it could be emotional. It could be just you admire them. They turn you on some way, shape, or form. It just means that you have a connection with them and you want something stronger, something more physical. You know, Sexual urges are more primal. They're more innate in us. And so that is not harmful at all. And no, you're not going to do anything, any harm at all. Like I'm not making some kind of weird awkwardness between us because I keep, I can't stop fantasizing about this person. His face was so red. His cheeks were blazing and he was so embarrassed to be saying this in front of her, but he was dying to know was he doing something that was going to maybe harm his relationship with her? Or just, like, was it preventing him from finding other partners? He just didn't know what to do. He needed to talk about it, no matter how embarrassed he was. Am I, uh, yeah, am I making, am I, like, wrecking something? <laughs> no, not at all. You know, sometimes we find something sexy and, and maybe taboo, but it's so good and it hits our triggers. We all have sexual arousal triggers, right? So sometimes it might be something that you wouldn't do in real life, as I said before, with like the BDSM. And it, But it's something that your brain enjoys going the pro, through the process of, and it can get you aroused and get you off. As I was talking about earlier in class today, sexuality is something for you to use to enjoy your body and get yourself off. Get those amazing hormones going in your body. It's so healing. It's so, oh, just use your, use your natural, normal hormones to help heal yourself. Stress reduction. It also helps you learn about yourself and your sexuality. And maybe it's something you do want to role play someday. His mind started to spin again. Role play? Oh, being the student and her being the professor role play was always a part of his fantasies and he couldn't stop thinking about it. Here, why don't you come on in here and sit on the couch and we can talk a little bit more instead of in the hallway. 
His heart was beating so fast. He did not expect her to invite him into the office. He wandered in, looking around more. She had pictures of people having sex all over the walls, posters of hieroglyphics that were depicting people having sex, boners that were drawn by someone years and years ago on a cave wall. People were fucking... He could not stop gazing at everything. It was like a museum walking into her office. A sex museum. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to look at in here. I'd love to collect all these things about sexuality and put them on the wall. <laughs> she had this poster that showed all these different positions of sexuality, people having sex, all these different poses, positions he hadn't even really thought about before. And there were little cartoon people having sex. She had big cartoons of a giantess, a big, giant woman, very voluptuous, fucking a little tiny man. He'd heard about the giantess fetish before. She had everything he could possibly imagine. She had a rolled-up whip on the wall and a nail on the shelf. She had a paddle. She had handcuffs. She had all these props, and he wondered if she would be pulling them into class to talk about them when they talked about fetishes next week. His eyes kept roaming the walls, and when he looked at her, she was just smiling at him. It's all very interesting, isn't it? Uh, yeah, very. I didn't even know about some of this stuff. <laughs> I know, right? There's so much to learn, and it's so much fun. Have a seat, Andrew. He realized he had a massive boner, and knowing that she thought about sexuality and sex all the time... He figured she probably saw it, but that turned him on, too, to think about the fact that she was looking at his crotch. She was noticing he was turned on, and he had a boner. He wasn't sure what he was going to do. He wanted to touch it. He wanted to stroke it. He wanted to come in her office. It was instantly a desire of his, and he knew he wouldn't be able to do it. But he shifted his pants and sat down, trying hard to cover up his boner. He crossed his legs. He knew it was futile, because it was clearly obvious. He glanced up at her, and she was just beaming at him, sitting in her chair. She looked delicious. She looked sexy. She looked perfect. Exactly what he would want to spin her around, push her over her desk, pull her pants down, and fuck her from behind— Fuck her into a screaming orgasm that everyone in the hallway would hear. He knew he couldn't do that. He knew it wouldn't happen. There'd be no way. There'd be absolutely no way he would ever get to do that to this woman. But he knew exactly what he was going to do when he was back in his dorm room. But if his roommate was there, he'd have to go to the shower, of course. But he knew exactly what he was going to imagine when he got back there. He was going to imagine stripping off her clothes, revealing her breasts and her bottom, her generous, voluptuous, juicy bubble butt. He knew he had homework to do. He knew he had all these things to do. And he was supposed to meet up with his buds later that night. But for now, he had his plan. He was going to sit in this office as long as she would keep talking to him about sex. So, what other kind of questions do you have about fantasies? Or did you have other kind of questions? Um. He couldn't think of a single thing to say. He suddenly was dumb. 
The silence was too much for him. He kept looking at her, his eyes scanning her delicious, sexy body. His eyes drifted to a dildo on her desk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a new dildo I got. I love to get sex toys and try them out, and I, I do have a lecture coming up where I'm going to talk about sex toys, because it's kind of a taboo topic, but it's just a tool for you reaching climax. And this particular one is a monster dildo. See how it's just like gnarled and different colors? And there's a company out there that makes monster dildos, which are delving into the fantasy world, the sci-fi world of sex, which I'm also going to be talking about erotica, where people talk about the kind of sex stories where people are fucking monsters. Oh, <laughs> I usually don't use the word fucking with students, sorry. Having sex with monsters and aliens and stuff like that. He stared at her, his mouth ajar. He was somebody who liked to do D&D. &D. So this was absolutely fascinating to him, and he didn't know people wrote erotica about that. He was instantly totally infatuated with the idea. Wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, it totally is. It's very popular. Alien sex, monster sex, especially octopuses where they might have different appendages that go into different orifices to bring about pleasure. His jaw dropped further. Thinking about putting appendages into orifices, holes drove him absolutely crazy. Oh, wow. I'm, I might have to look for that. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm going to have some suggestions of authors as well, because I, I love to read erotica too. So it's a whole amazing, you know, genre. Werewolf sex, vampires. It's another area of fantasy that the supernatural sex is so enticing and intriguing. He couldn't disagree. He totally agreed. How could this be a thing that he didn't even know about? This is something he should have known being someone who's very interested in sex, but I guess he wasn't a big reader, so perhaps that was why. He just didn't even know it existed. So he made a note to look into some sexy stories that involved these types of interactions. It blew his mind to think that this was a thing in the world, and he would get to explore it. His arousal grew as she continued to spill out amazing stories that she had read. She was recapping some and telling him, but he couldn't even retain the names of the authors. He knew he was going to have to do some internet searches because he couldn't even remember what she was saying. She was so beautiful, so sensual. And to watch her being excited and passionate about reading stories about fucking monsters and aliens and vampires was beyond arousing, and his brain just felt like it was going to explode, and his dick felt like it was going to explode. He wondered if he was going to come in his pants. He fidgeted on this couch, and he wondered if she noticed that he was uncomfortable. She suddenly stopped talking and giggled. <laughs> Is this making you uncomfortable? We could stop talking about it. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not uncomfortable. Oh. She said. That little O told him a lot. It told him that she knew he was turned on. Yeah, it's pretty sexy, isn't it? The look on her face changed. You ever have such fantasies yourself? Um, I haven't, no. But I do now. I just made some up. <laughs> the brain is amazing that way, isn't it? 
It's almost like it can create a fantasy within a very short amount of time, and then it can expand on it later. What I love about fantasizing is when you're imagining a sexual scenario and you want to slightly change it, you can rewind it in your brain and redo it. Say you're thinking of something and you think, oh, that would be really sexy. And as you're going along, you can just restart it whenever you want. He knew exactly what she was talking about because he had done that many times. And sometimes he's repeated a, a scene in his head because it was really a turn on. So it was something that he knew all about. He suddenly imagined her rising and unbuttoning her sheer shirt and dropping it to the floor. It would fall like a graceful feather to the ground, leaving her only in the tank top. He imagined her stripping for him, removing her tank top and shaking her titties, coming over and shaking them in his face, turning around, pulling her pants down and giving him a lap dance right in her office. He couldn't stop fantasizing and he knew he was going to come right in her office and he was going to have like a wet stain and he would be even more embarrassed and she would know that he was turned on by her. That idea turned him on as well, but he wasn't sure how he would react. And then he would have to walk across campus with a wad of cum in his pants. Probably would seep into his clothes and look like a wet spot like he pissed his pants. He wasn't sure what to do. He didn't want to come, but he did. He didn't want to spew his seed, but he did. He tried to focus on the fact that she was still dressed, but he couldn't stop thinking what she looked like when she was naked. Suddenly, she rose and walked across the room and locked the door. He didn't know what to say or think. He just was like aghast. Why would she lock the door? Why would she do that? So, Andrew, I can't help but notice that you're, you're a little bit turned on right now. And that turns me on that you're turned on. And I know I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I think you're a pretty sexy guy. His heart began to beat so hard, he figured she could hear it. It was beating so hard. He began to sweat and shake. His body felt like it was going to explode and melt into the couch at once. He had no strength. He felt like he was going to become a bowl of jelly right on her couch and not be able to react. And at the same time, he felt empowered to grab her and kiss her and fuck her. Um... <laughs> I just wanted to lock the door because, you know, sometimes students might come and my one neighbor, sometimes she just comes in and I didn't want her to come in and, and see you with that huge boner sticking out of your the top of your pants. I was just thinking of protecting your reputation, I guess. He didn't know what to say. So clearly, she saw his dick. She saw his heart on. It was that obvious. He glanced down, thinking, it's sticking out of my pants? And sure enough, it was. How had that happened? He wasn't quite sure. Maybe he had accidentally pushed his pants down. He didn't know. But there was his dick, the top of his cock head, sticking out the top of his waistband of his pants. There it was. And Precom was seeping out. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was wondering, did you want to try some of these things out or, or did you want to do something? 
He wondered what kind of an invitation this was. Was she actually asking him to participate in a sex act with her? His brain was going to explode if that's what she was doing, and he wasn't sure what to do. He was frozen. He was so excited, but he was so shocked at once. This couldn't be happening. Really, was he he in a fantasy now? Was this real? He suddenly felt a welling up in himself of confidence, of maybe it grew just from the fact that he had fucked her so many times in his head that it was like almost natural to think about doing it in real life. Maybe all of those fantasies are what brought him to have the confidence to actually do it in real life. He stood up and walked towards her. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind doing something with you, although we have to be really careful. We couldn't let anyone know that we did this, but it would be just sex. I, I wouldn't, we wouldn't have a relationship. I mean, you're a student and I, I, I'm older than you and we couldn't have a relationship, but it's been a while since I did something that got me off with another human. And so I'm good with just sex for the purposes of sex. If you are, he couldn't believe his ears. This was exactly his fantasy to be able to fuck her. But then how would it be in class? Would he be able to look at her in the eye? And his dick would certainly be hard in every class, even harder now than before, because he would have the memories of fucking her stuck in his brain. He would be useless in the class. He wouldn't remember a thing she said. He probably would fail her class because he would be so obsessed with imagining fucking her that he wouldn't even be listening to what she said. And then he'd fail the class, and then he'd be in trouble, and he'd have to redo it all over again. He tried to quiet his brain because he was being a bit hyper, was being anxious. Maybe it was the sexual arousal, the excitement, the draw of having sex with someone he wanted to, someone older than him. Um, I would love to do that. I can't even believe you're saying this right now. I kind of figured I was the person you were fantasizing about when you were talking earlier. Just the way you looked at me, I could kind of tell by the look in your eyes. Oh my gosh, it's so you. I have imagined... I've imagined fucking you all over the place, all over campus, in the classroom, everywhere. He was surprised he was admitting this to her without being embarrassed. He was confessing his fantasies to the fantasy person right to her face. (sighs) I wouldn't mind living out one of those fantasies. Did you have one that you wanted to try in real life? Oh, yeah, just a few minutes ago I imagined... Pushing you over your desk and doggy style fucking you. His dick was so wet with pre-cum and it was aching for his hand. He wanted so bad to touch his cock, but he wanted her to touch it even more. Oh, that sounds like a lovely idea, Andrew. I'm in if you are. What happens in this office stays in this office, just as they say about Vegas. What do you think about that kind of a deal? Oh, I'm in. I would never say anything. Why would I, if I get to do this, why would I ruin it? He wondered if she was worried that he would turn her in, expose her as someone who was fucking a student. But she was so sexy and her eyes were brilliant blue. Her lips were so luscious. He just wanted to touch them. He wanted to taste them. He wanted to feel them on his cock. 
He strode towards her, confident. Somewhere confidence was welling up inside of him. Maybe it was just lust. Maybe it was something else, but he didn't care. He just was so happy that he had the power to do this right now. He walked towards her and touched her arms. The sheer fabric was soft and delicate under his hands. He gripped her shoulders and pulled her close. She wrapped herself around him, and they began to kiss. Their tongues were twining together, rubbing against each other. <sighs> her little sound drove him crazy, kissing deeper and deeper. Their lust was clearly growing. His dick was sandwiched to her belly, and he knew he was probably leaking precum onto her shirt. And she had a white shirt on. It was going to show it might even make a cum stain, and she would have to wear his cum all day long. The thought of that turned him on also. They continued to kiss, and she ran her hands down his body and cupped his ass and squeezed it. He did the same to her. They were both fondling each other's butts, kissing, mauling each other. She was moaning, and her breasts were pressed against him. She felt amazing. He thought he could come just from this experience, let alone anything more of his dick entering her body. He began to remove her shirt. He couldn't believe the bravery. He was getting ready to fuck his professor. He pulled her shirt off and dropped it to the floor. It fell like a wisp of a cloud, and her nipples were so hard beneath the tank top he reached up and pinched them. Oh, <laughs> oh, my nipples are really sensitive. <laughs> oh. He twisted and pulled them, pinched them harder. He couldn't wait to see them. He pulled her tank top off overhead, and there were the most beautiful pink puckered nipples he had ever seen in his life. They were large. They were so thick. He couldn't wait to get his mouth on them. The wrinkles were like a map. There were little bumps that he couldn't wait to touch with his tongue. He couldn't stop staring at them. He took one in his mouth while fondling the other. Oh, oh yes, Andrew. Just like that. Move your tongue around. I can use your teeth a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. He did exactly as she said. And then he moved on to her other nipple. Both of them were hard. They were so tasty. So wonderful to feel against his tongue. He deep-throated her left tit to the back of his throat. She threw her head back and mauled his head, pressing her fingers into his scalp, pulling his hair as he sucked her tit. Oh, I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> he took a step back and he removed his shirt and his pants so fast, it was like a magic trick. And then he stepped forward, his cock swinging in the air, and he pushed her pants down, making her fully naked. He was delighted that she was commando beneath her pants. <sighs> yeah, I never wear underwear. It's too, too restrictive. I like the freedom of feeling my lips brush against each other. Oh, that's fucking sexy as fuck. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to listen in your class again. He kicked himself for bringing up class in this situation. He was about to fuck her. He was not supposed to remind her that they were a student and professor. She took a step towards him, undeterred by his comments, and they began to kiss, naked in her office. 
He began to maul her body as she mauled his. It was all about primal sex. It was about urges. It was about sexuality and desire and the need to get off. Though they did have their connection, they did have a connection with each other that was real. It was not imagined, but he couldn't believe this was the thing that was happening to him. He began to kiss her body, licking down her chest. Again visiting her nipples, she dropped to the floor and gave him a little tiny blowjob, which he almost came in her mouth. Mmm, mmm. Oh. She fell off his dick and rose, and he spun her around and bent her over the desk. He pushed her tits down, smushing them against the textbook on her desk. Oh, Andrew. Did he dare do this? He stared at her. He felt like a sex-crazed person because all he could think about was making her come, sticking his dick in her pussy and ramming her, smacking her bottom. He hauled back his hand and gave her a little slap on the ass. Oh, yeah, I like that, Andrew. So he gave her a few more slaps. Uh, yeah. He reached around and began to finger her clit, just like they talked about in class the other day, about how the clitoris was super important to a woman in getting off. Do you like it harder like this? He began to stroke her clit even harder. Yes, yes, you can spank it, please, please. Her pleading for him to spank her clit was just the most amazing thing he had ever heard in his life. He hauled his hand back and smacked her clit, open palm over and over again as she moaned and writhed on her desk, her bottom bouncing in front of him. He could hardly stand it. He knew he wanted her to come first, so he continued to play with her clit. She reached for a sex toy on her desk and handed it to him. Use this and I'll come. <laughs> he pushed the little button on the toy. It looked like a big pen and it vibrated. He reached between her legs and pressed it to her clit as he licked her ass cheeks. Moving closer and closer to licking her pussy, he squatted beneath her and played with her clit, with the toy, and ran his tongue all along her slit. He pressed it against her clit, and she moaned out, Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh Andrew, oh, yeah, like that, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come. <laughs> her body began to twitch above him. Her thighs squeezed his head. He was in pure ecstasy to have his mouth right where she was coming between the legs of the sexiest woman he'd ever known in his life. He felt some liquid come out of her pussy, and he lapped it up quickly, tasting her essence. was an even greater blessing he didn't expect he would get. As her body continued to twitch, he stood up and caressed her, squeezed her hips, stared down at her spine, and he licked up her spine from the crack of her ass all the way up her body as she writhed and twitched. Oh, God! <laughs> he lined up his cock, getting ready to insert it into her pussy. He realized he needed a condom. Oh, hang on one second. He dug in his pocket for his wallet. He kept a condom in there, just like the cliché thing of the movies. He pulled it out and he slipped it on. <sighs> oh, Andrew, fuck me, please. Oh, I want you to fuck me. This is so naughty. I love it. He agreed it was so naughty. It was so taboo. Professor and student, 
She would certainly get fired. He would never turn her in. Why would he do that? He wanted to do this again. He wondered if he'd get the chance. He rubbed his dick along her slit. His cock was hard and swollen and gorged with so much blood, he was afraid he was going to come the second he entered her. He slowly pushed his cock in. Oh, God, yes. He loved that she groaned out when he entered her. That was such a turn-on. He began to pump into her so fast, smacking against her ass cheeks, her ass rippled. Smack sounds rang throughout the room, and pounding, whamming into her over and over again as she moaned and writhed on the desk, reaching for her nipples at times, and reaching back for him other times. He grabbed her hand and bent it behind her body, holding it above her ass as he fucked her from behind. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, he felt her cunt clamp around his dick as she came again, and he completely knew he was going to come within seconds to have her pussy clamping down on his dick was way too much. He couldn't handle it. <laughs> he watched her beautiful body jerk and gyrate in front of him as she came again on his dick, clamping down over and over again. He spewed his cum, filling the condom as she continued to moan and writhe. He groaned and grunted, wondered if they were making too much sound that someone outside the office or on the other side of the walls would hear. But he didn't care. This was the best sexual experience of his entire life, and he knew he'd never be able to top it. He continued to pump his dick into her, and he pulled it out and examined it. Luckily, the condom was still intact. He did not need to be impregnating his teacher. <sighs> Her body looked spent, laying on her desk. His dick was still hard. He knew he could fuck her again. He knew that he would love to fuck her again, but she stood up and spun around and kissed him on the lips, kissed him on the nose, and kissed him on the forehead. Oh, thank you, Andrew. I really needed those orgasms. You were f just fucking amazing. But I have another lecture to get ready for. Thank you so much for fucking me. And this will be our little... It could be our little getaway if you want to do it again sometime. I'm totally in. He was so excited to hear this. That he could continue to fuck her in different ways in this office. He had so many things planned if that was what was going to happen. <laughs> Don't look so surprised. I'm a very sexual person, obviously. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was fucking amazing. That was like my biggest fantasy of my entire life. I'm kind of in shock. I know, I am too. <laughs> but this was so much fun. But I do have to get dressed and go. I don't mean to be abrupt. I'm so sorry. But I'm so glad we did this and I would love to do it again. So let's be in touch about it, okay? Absolutely. He got dressed quickly, as did she, in their date. Their office impromptu sex date was done. Whew. 
Well, that was fun. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. I sure did. What a fun story. Those kind of stories are super fun, right? I wrote a professor in student story. It was a lesbian one, Magic and Her Kisses. So if you like women on women, check out that book. And uh, it's so much fun. So many different things you can do with that type of scenario. Well, thank you so much for listening to this. And again, don't forget to use my codes for manscaping products, promo code RUINWILLOW20 for 20% off and free shipping and 10% off at Kiru Sex Toys with RUINWILLOW10. And don't forget to check out my books and my audiobooks. I have many for sale. If you'd like to support me in that way, that really helps me out. I will put the link to all those down in the podcast show notes. Thank you again for listening to this and don't forget to come today. Love you. Bye-bye now. And don't forget to go check out the Planet X Network, powered by Pod Nations Pods on Roku TV and Fire TV. You can check out the podcast, Real Sharks Podcast, reviews that scare, entertain this. That's my sports podcast, Digging in the Dome, Slam City Podcast, Pods Like Us, the Happy Hour Podcast, and so much more. Amazing, amazing. So check it out and enjoy.